Hello guys and uh, welcome back to the Winging It FM podcast. We have uh, the usual crew with us. Uh, say hello guys. Oh, hello. And uh, that is Rampant FM and Sammy Duda. Uh, so hey, how are you doing guys? Hi right, Sammy, go first. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm doing alright. I'm, you know, very, very bored though because I haven't like left the house and God knows how long. But yeah, fine. Uh, it's pretty much the same for everyone. It's been obviously a difficult sort of last year, I think. Oh, it's almost a year, isn't it? In March, I think, in 2020. So, yeah, not good, but we've been getting through it. Obviously, uh, people have been doing their own thing. Uh, obviously, FM has been a big thing for us, um, for all of us, I guess, with the net- network saves and whatnot. So, Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Football Manager has helped quite a lot of people get through it, I think. Yeah, for myself, I'm sort of on, on furlough now. When the after well last October I was in schools working um, as a supply teacher, but since the second lockdown and the schools have been closed and that um, I've been put on furlough, but got a potential sort of job interview. Uh, sort of March start of March, yeah. So that could go well. Oh, good luck, mate. Good luck. Um, yes, yeah, so let's uh, jump straight into save updates. Uh, so we'll start with Sammy. Alright, so um, I've recently started a new save actually, so I'll just go across this. So it's pr- pretty much a save where I've just started with the leagues, like in the UK, so England, Ireland, North- Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales. My aim is to win the top division in that particular league, or nation I should say. Um, so I've started in the Welsh second division um, with I still don't know how to pronounce their name, but Colman Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've I found I got the job for that one after signing unemployed. Uh, won the league there after you know I joined them in October. We were around ninth, which is around halfway mid table ish. Um, and then we started the next season, obviously in their Premier Division. Um, I'm five games in, I'm currently fourth, so start, I started off strong, you know, still above um, the New Saints for now. Obviously, they're the ones we really need to chase down, but yep. we'll see We'll see how that goes. Yeah, no, that sounds, uh, sounds yeah. interesting, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a long, long save, though, because of, of, obviously, once you win a league, you get higher rep. And then mm. people may think, oh, yeah, you don't have uh, your wage would be too high for us to be able to afford, so they may we just instantly reject you. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah, is that sort of like what Fox in the Box is doing with his like domination series? I don't actually know what he's doing no. with that one, but oh, okay, he's he's basically trying to win a trophy in like every league in in the UK. Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, no, that sounds good. It's a bit different. Uh, rampant. Should we, uh, should we crack on? Yeah, of course. Um, discuss our network save, the Brian Clough Derby save that we done on FM20 as well, which was probably one of my most entertaining saves in terms of fun. And I think I, I don't tend to play a lot of offline saves now because I'm so used to network saves. I find them more enjoyable, unless I'm sort of testing things or trying to see who's like if I can push a player in terms of potential. I like doing network saves now. Yeah, um, doing well. Obviously, we're not on them. We promoted first season. 
claimed fifth in the Premiership the second season, so we're in the Europa League, the third. Um, I did have a few run runs of bad form, which I wasn't happy about, but I was just gone. I don't like saves where you basically, even if you don't win a trophy, I'd like to achieve something and obviously get into Europe when Nottingham is a good achievement, considering we were probably you know, considered to be relegation candidate, uh, candidates, I guess. Yeah, um, so obviously in the same network save on Derby County, uh, we failed to get promoted in the first season. We did get the playoffs. We were predicted uh, to be relegated, actually. Um, but yeah, we got playoffs first season, lost to Norwich, I believe. Yeah, I think yeah. we lost to Norwich. Um, Was that in the playoff final, my ass? No, it was in the semi-final, I think. Ah. Yeah. Because um, we came sixth in the playoffs. We just squeezed in. And then they, um, yeah, Norwich were, were top of the playoffs. So, yeah, we obviously rebuilt, uh, got rid of a lot of players after the first season. Uh, brought in some quite good players. Um, we brought in the likes of Michael O'Lease. I mean, the board gave us, like, what was it, like 30 million transfer budget or something. So ridiculous. Um, but yeah, first uh, second season we were doing we we're doing okay. Our the board wanted us to get sort of mid table ish, um, and at halfway through the season we were we were about mid table, um, and then we started to push. We had a late push for the playoffs, and then when we we sort of finished the the season off last night, um, and when we loaded it last night. Uh, we just had a mega run uh got what did we get second no yeah we got second place in the playoffs um so what's that fourth fourth in the league which is pretty decent um and then yeah we played watford in the semi-final lost 2-1 thanks to a goalkeeping error uh in the first game then we beat them 3-0 at home and then we played Stoke in the final, which was mental. We were losing 3-1 in the 89th minute. And we scored two goals in the, I think it was like 92nd and then 94th minute of the five added. Um, yeah, and then we went on to beat them in, in extra time, 5-3. But yeah, that was really good. And yeah, it's just, it just, like Rampant said, we did the save last year and it was probably the best ever save that I've ever done and I I didn't really like FM20 but um, yeah that, that save last year was it was consistent and yeah I think it was really good wasn't it yeah it was it was enjoyable I think if you'd go on like a team like um, for me anyway I really like teams that have a bit of history like Nottingham Forest obviously Brian Clough uh, European Cup and all this sort of stuff so mm. to me that's kind of like or rebuilding a giant in a way. Yeah, definitely. So I like clubs, clubs like that. I always feel like I do well at clubs like that. Um, similar, obviously, with with other networks. Say we're doing with Charlton Athletic, who used to be in the Premiership. So I uh, always find myself attached, attached to these sort of clubs that I can build with, build build them up again, basically. Yeah, I think. Th I mean, the save this year. Uh, it's, it's going really well. It's the same that happened last year, to be fair. I didn't get promoted first season, and then I got promoted <laughs> second season. So I'm, I'm I'm not expecting to get fourth place in the Premier League like I did last last year, 
but um, I'm hoping we can uh, do some transfer business and uh, yeah, create a good squad. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward. To, I, I'm looking looking forward to. It. I think I've got fifty million to spend. I've already potentially mm. got a, a centre mid coming in already, so already planning for the the future basically. Okay, so we move on to sort of our first like topic question. So the topic today we are looking at uh, managing different players and the types of players we're looking for and and certain attributes and and that sort of thing. Um, so the first sort of question is, what do we look for in a player? Um, Rampant, do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, uh, I don't tend to look at stats too much because I, the way I do it is I like basically taking a player with a wee bit of potential and building them. Uh, I look for, the, the main thing I look for is obviously their age. I, I always tend to go for the younger players, the less expensive players, because you know me, I don't like spending too much money. <laughs> Even though I have a bit of money, I don't. I like basically getting a player to maybe where they're fifteen million up to thirty or forty-five million, uh, rather than paying fifty million or whatever for a player that's already at that. And um, yeah, so I look at roles basically. If they can play, I if they're good at a role in my formation, I feel like they have a bit of potential. It's I don't tend to look at stats too much. I, I tend to look at more what I could make them rather than actual individual stats. Obviously, determination is pretty good if they're young, but... Sammy? Um, yeah, I, I'm i pretty much on board with that. Like, you need... For me, personally, I tend to look at players until the age of 25. That seems to be my go-to. Um, they also... They also... There is one, one stat I, I look at, and that is the pace. Because, obviously, we, we all know in FM that pace is a big factor. So, you you really have to look look at that no matter what you do, but then they also need to have potential as well as Rampant said. So yeah, pretty much agree with him on that one. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm sort of the same, but I do look for the attributes as well. Like if I'm searching for a player to sign, I want that player to have like high attributes in the role that I want him to play in. I don't know whether that affects anything in FM um, because obviously you do get the the weird coincidences of players with like really low attributes but doing really well and it's sort of same with like the star rating you don't necessarily have to have like a five star player to be performing really well yeah yeah I would agree with that I mean the thing about the roles obviously the there's certain stats that better for certain roles like i would look at that in a, a wee sense but if they're low on one thing then i would just get them on individual training if i believe their potential was good enough obviously like for example if i wanted to play like a ball playing a defender wasn't great for example then i would just get them onto passing so it's not like a major thing for me uh, to mm. i wouldn't consider him because his passing was only like 10 or something you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that's that's clear what i tend to do is when I'm searching using the, the attributes, I usually have like I'll accept where there's like three attributes that aren't quite to the level that I want. So and then that way you can sort of train that up, can't you? Yeah. With like you also want want them to be on quite low wage to be honest with you. Especially if you're starting in like a, a like a, a League One club. 
or a League Two club that they have currently, which obviously won't be in next year, but they have the wage cap. So you need to factor in that one in mind. So you may not be able to get the best player that you would prefer. You may have to like look lower down someone, you know, you may not may not have as much potential, may not have as much pace, but you can get him on lower wage. That's that, crucial to look at as well. Yeah, that is actually a good point, Sammy, because there was a player I was interested in for League One, but his wages were like too much for me. Like so I just automatically just rejected it because his wages were not where I needed them to be. Not only just for uh, the wage gap, uh, the wage budget, or whatever, but also the fact that, um, like as you said, that there's restrictions in terms of wages in, in that league as well. Yeah, I think that that's really key, especially if you're managing a team or a club that hasn't really got the financial power, or if in League One and League Two, you've got like a salary cap. I think that's really clear uh, key, um, especially like in in that network. Say, if I'm Burton Albion. We were when we took over. We were minus wages, so I could, literally couldn't bring anyone in, uh, paying any wages. So it was all about sort of trying to find loans without paying, like without paying them, basically. Which is which is actually I think it needs to be said. It's actually harder now. Like if you've not got a senior affiliate in FM Twenty One, like it's really hard to get a team to accept no wages uh, if they're not affiliated with you. Whereas I think it was easier in previous FM. Yeah. Yeah. I think before, probably FM20 and before, you could probably go to any Premier League team and put a loan in for any youngster and you wouldn't have to pay any wages. Yeah. Now, they're, now they all seem to be like asking for wages, basically. Which I do suppose is more realistic to answer you. Yeah, I, I would agree yeah. with that. <laughs> It's just annoying if you're uh, if you're trying to build a team. Obviously, it really yeah. is. Okay, and so moving on to like attributes. I mean, we spoke a little bit about attributes and and that sort of thing. But like when we're looking at players, is there any key attributes that you kind of look for? For me personally, it's two key attributes, and it's the pace of, of a player because we we all know how OP pace is on this, and um, and determination as well. So obviously, you can. If they have hard, higher determination, it's easier to develop them into a better player. Those two, I, I think, are like the most crucial ones you'd have to look for in FM. I would agree, especially for younger players, determination's a uh, big thing. But attributes rather than a do players, because again, I like building up. Um, you can get things through individual training that are low on sign, but I would agree with uh, pace well i do like pacey players so if i've got like a left or right back that i'm looking at i do wing backs or i play them in a wing back role um so yeah i do look for pace and stuff like that but uh, i'm not a massive on attributes um if i feel like the i can make i can mold the player how i want them anyway so um i'm quite confident in that then i just look at basically potential and where they sort of fit in all wise of uh, what they can do basically I, I try to create like a club DNA um, for like the way that I'm playing. At the moment, the the sort of tactic tactical style that I'm going for, I sort of look at teamwork, work rate, determination, and possibly even like bravery, because I've noticed that when I've been playing the the new tactic that I've sort of worked out, um, we've intercepted the ball a lot. 
Um, so that obviously takes anticipation and bravery to try and intercept the ball and, uh, and make those challenges. But yeah, determination is absolute key. If, you, if you've got a player with high determination, you know that if you want to retrain them in a different role or a different position, then they're probably going to do that quite quickly. Um, and again, they'll probably be one of your highest uh, training players, like the, the players that do well in training. Yeah, one thing actually, it does come into stats actually, but one thing I tend to do is if I've got maybe um, older players that are like the team leaders, I'll tend to maybe someone that's got maybe like 10 or 11 leadership, I'll try and get them on leadership courses so they can then potentially become the, 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 the leaders in the team, but also on the pitch as well. Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Do you guys look at the technical attributes at all? Um, it really depends. It depends. I always find that sometimes the most technical players are not always, you know, they, they have really good technicals. I'm sure there's a player that we're going to mention soon or that I'm <laughs> going to mention soon that really looks on paper technically good, but he's awful for everything else in terms of like mental or physical. Um, I think mental, uh, sorry, technical attributes are really good. Um, if you're looking at like corners and stuff like that, and maybe kicks and stuff, but um, it's not something I totally overly look at um, if their mentals or physicals make up for it, basically. What about you, Sammy? Do you look at um, technical attributes? Um, no, not really. I I don't really really think the tech the technicals are really that important to most of you. Um, of obviously. If get one in just to have one there just in case you like want to use one because it may improve you obviously go for it but i'm not one that really looks at it deeply for that anyway mm. i would say for me it, it kind of depends on the p position like if i'm looking for an attacking midfielder i'm going to look for someone who's got decent long shots on them especially like with this fm and fm20 long shots were quite vital in in scoring a goal um, but yeah, I, I tend to agree with what you guys said, um, which probably won't happen on the future podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's um, let's go into our sort of next next section of the pod, if you will. Um, so we're going to be rated. We've got five players, and we've rated them from one star to five star. They're all players that we have managed, either in a network save or a personal save or whatever. Um, and yeah, we'll just go through, talk about them, talk about why we've given them that rating, and yeah, just go through it like that. Um, Rampant, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll, I'll start you off with the, the worst player <laughs> ever on FM history that I've ever managed. I've never had so much bother with one player before. This guy, um, Lovro, I guess it's, I think it's, Ma it's either Meyer or Maja. A Croatian, like I think he was a Croatian wonder kid a few FMs ago. You look at his stats, his stats are really good technically, mentally, physically. His value is only 1.6 million. He's at Dynamo as a creep. And you look at him and think he could actually be really good for maybe a lower end Premiership team or potentially someone for the future. But never had so much bother with a player, honest to God. I brought him in. I think he was only like a squad player or something. He thought he was like Billy a big time. He was moaning about everything. His performances were awful. I think by 
was moaning to his teammates and all that sort of stuff that he was getting and him out or something and he didn't want to go. He was rejecting everything. Honest to God, I just could not get this guy to work and his average ratings and he, he was terrible at training. Like everything you could imagine a bad FM player to manage, he, this guy was it <laughs> for me. And I've never had so much bother with one player and this guy like basically haunts my dreams because he was moaning about everything. Honest to God, I just couldn't get him to shut up. Yeah, I dropped him. I think I put him to the reserves at one point. He was moaning <laughs> about that. I talk about unfairly. It's like... I think I ended up, I think it was like a, pretty much like a six-month period, so he never even got a full season out of him. I'm sure if I remember, it was like a, well, to get us over the line uh, sort of thing, but he ended up costing me probably the title because he's moaning to his teammates and all that sort of stuff. It really took down the dynamics because of, a, because of this one guy. Absolute bastard of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean... We've just been speaking about attributes and everything else, but if you just look at the attributes, you would consider him to be a really good player. I mean, he's got 17 yeah. corners, 17 crossing, a 17 technique, 17 agility. Couldn't get anything out of him. He wasn't good at. He wasn't good during games. He wasn't good at training. He's uh, one thing. That's one of the things that I thought the team was missing. Maybe someone better on corners and free kicks. He was just so wasteful. It was a, a manager's nightmare. I have heard <laughs> of other people having these sort of similar experiences with players. I feel like I kind of can handle it well with play. I don't know what it was. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like free-spirited or something, but he was just, I don't know if it's maybe his personality, but uh, oh God, he was moaning, moaning like hell, bringing down team morale, moved them down to under 23s. He was still moaning. Tried to get him a, a low, um, moved out or whatever. Didn't he rejected everything because I think I maybe gave him a bit higher wages than than he was meant to. But uh, uh, massive mistake in FM that guy. And right, Sammy, should we move on to your your player? Okay, okay. So my one star player is a player who currently plays for Leeds in real life called Sam Greenwood. Uh, I imagine most of you will probably rec- recognise his name. Um, you know. If you look, if you do actually look at his stats, you'd think, oh yeah, he's a decent championship player. That's about it, and that is realistically what he is. Obviously, in this loot save, which all my screenshots are from, um, I'm in the Premier League. I'm in the top half of the Premier League, so you, you could say he's a decent backup, you know, to bring off the bench. Um, and that is pretty much what you use them for. You can see there 131 appearances, but only scored 21 goals. Um, but yeah, overall his stats don't actually look too bad for like a low end prem, maybe maybe high end champion team. But but for for his estimated value of eight point two five million, and and his wage to be on twenty three point five k, I feel like it's a bit excessive. I actually disagree with you. I'm sure the reason being is because I actually think I've managed Sam Greenwood in FM twenty one. I think I was doing a bit of a, like a potential tester save. Uh, I'm sure I was playing him up front and he was banging them in for me, so I can't, I can't really complain at uh, Sam Greenwood, actually. Yeah, may, maybe it was just me playing him, like, not in his right position, because I'm, I'm just look, looking here. He can play left wing, striker, and right wing quite quite decent, and I was always playing him at, at right wing, so that, that may have been the issue. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. I know CJ had him in the big network save that we've been doing. 
uh, for Port yeah. Vale in League Two. Obviously, that's first season, um, and he was playing him up front and scoring a hatful because I think he's quite pacey as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I was playing him as a, an advanced forward, and he was, if I remember correctly, he was actually really good for me up front. Uh, like you mentioned, obviously, pace is a thing for advanced forwards. So, yeah, he worked well for me, but I think it's interesting that though, Sammy. Yeah. There'll be players that we mention that people think, well, they were actually really good for me, but for whatever reason, you couldn't get them to work because maybe we were playing them in different positions or wanting them to do different things, you know? Okay, so my one-star player, uh, all of my players are from uh, Mine and Rampant's Derby Forest save, apart from one, um, which uh, we'll get on to. But yeah, my one-star player is Louis Sibley from Derby. Uh, he's still at Derby in, uh, in real life. Uh, he his favourite position or his preferred position is a Mazala, and uh, these stats are from the first season of our save. So he played thirty eight games, scored twice, and got four assists, and had an average rating of six point seven. Which six point seven is quite average. Um, so you might be thinking, well, why is he one star? Well, he he does actually have quite a lot of potential, and. It just hasn't lived up to it. Um, I mean, we didn't just try him in the Mazala. We tried him as a deep-line playmaker, as an advanced playmaker, as an attacking midfielder. I think we even tried him as an inverted winger in one one game. But just could not get him to perform, um, which is a big contrast to the FM20 save because he was one of the star performers in the Derby team. And he, when we went up um, in FM20, he sort of was leading the line in attacking midfield and he was still still in the squad uh, when we got Champions League. Um, but yeah, I was just really disappointed with uh, with Louis Sibley. Yeah, I think that was the one thing that I was a bit shocked at because he was one of your star performers in FM, FM20, but he... Yeah, I've said this to you as well, Cookie, but I think there's certain players like in FM20 that were really good and other ones that I don't know if they've maybe... There's a thing on the editor where they might have upped their potential. They've changed it to maybe like a late bloomer type of potential. I think that's happened to like say, Billy Gilmore because I don't find him as good, even though his potential is better than it was in last year's game. But I, I don't think he's... I think it takes him high, uh, longer to get there, basically. So he's not actually as good as he was um, in the early game, if you will, uh, like he was in FM20, because he's just been the average for me. Uh, it's kind of similar to what you're saying about Louis Sibley there. This is sorry. The, the interesting thing about um, Louis Sibley is that for me, I signed for my Luton safe, and I think he was actually very unlucky not to get on well, one of one of these five stars, because for me. I played him as a boxed box, yeah, and mm. he he set the world world apart in the prem, prem in the prem. It was amazing to watch. Though, that being said, this was like 2025, and I see here the screenshot you've taken is from 2022. So maybe yeah. it's because I'm slightly further ahead, but he does become amazing at, at some point. I can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think it's what we were maybe. saying earlier. I know in in our second season, um, in in the network save with rampant. Um, he's he's made four sub appearances. He hasn't started one game this season. Wow, <laughs> his stats are uh, still improving though. It looks like by the arrows, which is decent. Yes, it's all about training, Sammy. Exactly. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on to Rampant's uh, two-star 
This is going to be a bit controversial because I know a few people love this guy, but uh, Thomas Boutink, who has previously been a wonder kid, I don't know if he is still a wonder kid. Um, he's obviously Dutch from uh, Betis, I think. Uh, I got him in for Nottingham Forest to, to be my main striker, obviously, because... Uh, and I just can't get him to work. I've tried him... We can play sort of both wings. I've tried him on both wings. I've tried him up front. He has 6.4, 6.5s. He's had a couple of good games. And to be fair, uh, in comparison to what that Lovro boy was like, uh, uh, he has fought for his position because I did try and loan him out in January. He really has tried hard. And he's, and to be fair, he's done right in training. It's just for whatever reason, he's either been unlucky or his head's not been quite right in games but the reason I put him at number two because I do believe he still has potential I'm not just going to give up on him yet but it's because how hyped up he is and how great people have said he has been in the past for them and I think this is the first time me actually managing him I just I don't rate him at all not at the moment anyway because he has potential he could probably move into like three or four uh, you know in the next coming seasons in terms of stars but at the moment he's not been great he's been bang out can't get him to, to really play, doesn't score goals. Um, I think and premiership teams, so I don't know where he goes in the future in terms of if he could maybe make it at a, like a Man United or something like that. But yeah, I always tend to see him like sign for like Crystal Palace and all these sort of teams, but uh, he's not been great for me. I, and given the hype surrounding him, um, yeah, I'm not a fan uh, yet anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've managed him in previous FMs and he has like you said set the world on fire um but yeah but when obviously we play the network saves together so i know i know how he's done for you with forest and i think his best performance i think for you was when he played was it left wing right wing i think it was left wing and he got like a 7.2 or something uh, to me 7.2 is like basically where my, i want my players to be playing every game so he's been way below the standard uh mm. from where i want him to be uh, unfortunately and again as i say for that i mean i've been calling him a fraud because people <laughs> have been saying oh he's so great he's doing scoring all these goals it's like oh he's not been doing that for me you know <laughs> all right sammy should we move on to yours all right um my se my second one is actually a loop player in real life currently on loan from leicester city i did end up signing him on a free transfer after his contract expired but um, his name is Keenan Drewsby Hall. Um, and to be fair, the fact he's played from 2020 to 2026, he's played 219 appearances, scoring 17 goals, um, with 17 assists as well, and then a 6.99 average rating. I think that's pretty decent. You know, he has been literally the heart of my mid midfield, playing in, in that Mazzala role, and undropped undroppable really and I did end up selling him actually like 2028 I think it was to like Manchester United for 45 million which was a pretty good sell to most of you after I sent him on a free transfer so very happy with him and I only my question yeah my question would be like why have you put him at two star then That'd um, be my only question because <laughs> because okay at, at this stage in my game I have loads of new gen players here so obviously we, we could only pick players that was in real life and I think the players that, that are ahead of him are significantly better as you'll see later on. Okay, no, fair enough. 
Yeah. Is there anything particularly bad about him that why he is so low uh, in terms of two stars? Did he have some issues? Did he not get the best out of him in some games? I think, I think defensively, defensively he could have been better, but I ended up not really using him defensively that much. To honest with you, I ended up mainly using him as an, as an attacker in that mid midfield. So, yeah, defensively is the only issue I have with him, but we found a workaround with that at the end. Yeah, I mean, he, he, in your screenshot, was it 26 or 28? Yeah, 26. 26. Yeah, I mean, he does look very decent, to be fair. Uh, yeah, he, he only anyway. gets better, better as well. He's still improving, which is good. Mm. And if you say you made 45 million profit out of him, then that is obviously really good as well. Okay, so let's move on to my two-star player. So this is kind of like a positive two-star player as a as opposed to the my first one which was like a negative about Louis Sibley uh, so this player is Olamide Ibrahim and yeah he's like he is an academy player from Derby that we promoted in the first season and then played uh, he's played 10 games in the second season um, but the reason why I put him at two stars is because if you look at his attributes, his attributes are not very good. Apart from physicals, he's got mainly like 13s and 14s. Jump and reach is about 8. But the, the, the his mentals and technicals are pretty average. Um, he's for my derby team, he's two and a half stars, which is, I think it's about like a decent championship player. Um, but yeah, in this season he's played 10 games, scored three, two assists. An average rating of 6.8, um, almost 6.9. And he can play anywhere in midfield. So defensive midfield, centre mid, attacking mid, anywhere along that central line, he can play it. And I've, I've brought him on in games, like in cup games against Liverpool and and things like that. I think that I think it was against Liverpool, actually, where we did quite well. Um, and he, he did quite well. Um, so I, I've really liked bringing him into the first team. And hopefully, he's 18 right now in the game. Uh, hopefully, he can come with us to the Premier League and, and improve. I was thinking about potentially sending him on loan to a championship club next season, just so we can get some more game time under his belt. But for me, I think he, I would prefer to have him in the team rather than Louis Sibley. You know what? I am liking that natural fitness. So 14 nat natural fitness is decent. He looks, yeah. you know what? He, he looks okay as well. He, I've seen a lot worse, but obviously, as he said, stats aren't there yet, but I think with time, they will eventually come. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been playing him uh, as a backup um, to yeah. to a player will come on later, uh, Michael Olise, in attacking midfield. But he's provided cover all through that central line. Okay, so let's, uh, let's move on to the three-star players. Rampant, do you want to do, do the honours? Yeah, uh, this guy I absolutely love. Uh, the only the re only reason he's actually three stars is because of his age. I'm quite ageist in FM. Lewis Graben is a goal scorer. Uh, all, he's usually for me scores bags of goals. Um, and last year's network save, this year's network save. Does he tends to do well for about two or three seasons? Uh, I've noticed when he's. Uh, and it's just like a normal save and you're not Nottingham Forest, he ends up at the MLS. I think that his ability takes a hit. Uh, so he only becomes like two-star or whatever. He's a decent impact sub. 
Um, but if you're playing him the whole the first season at Nottingham, he'll be up there in terms of the goal scoring. He can actually do well in the Premiership, but I think you have to be playing him week in, week out. If you're only putting him in like the under-23s or only bringing him in occasionally, that's when he'll start to sort of fade off. That's that's the reason he's only number three, because I do actually love Lewis Graben. I think he's a brilliant goal scorer. He always seems to do well for me. Always sort of get the best out of him. His quality really is, but the problem is he sort of fades off quite fast if you're not playing him, basically, um, in the first couple of seasons. I think you can maybe, at most, get three seasons out of him, uh, even in the top level in the Premiership. But the sort of second, third season, you'll probably will have to move on to someone else because he does, even if he is getting games, he, he tends to fade off due to his age. But that's my only problem with this grabbing is the fact that he's, if he had been like maybe a few years younger, even like 27, 28, uh, he would probably be five star for me. Yeah, I mean, I I know Lewis Graben all too well, uh, especially from our our network saves and obviously what he did against Sunderland in the uh, Sunderland till I die Netflix series. Absolute traitor. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't argue that he's a decent player. I mean, obviously, he used to play for Bournemouth a few seasons ago, um, so yeah, I do know him quite well and. Uh, Looking at looking at him actually, he is actually really quick for his age. Like his yep. his physical attributes have not declined at all, really. And he's still he's still scoring goals. Like I still have him in the Premiership. Um, I'm not sure if I'll move him on for the season, but he is still getting goals for me. I mean, he came on in one game uh, recently. I can't remember who we were playing, but um, he came on in like the 65th minute, scored came on and scored a hat-trick, so he can still do it at the top level if you are um, at a championship club and then take him to the Premiership. He can still do it that second season, but I would say that the sort of third season is probably the worry where he will actually start declining uh, a wee bit too much for him to be a, an option that sort of third season, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sammy? Um, yeah, my player is um, one... You probably will not actually recognise too much. He's Brazilian, uh, called Patrick Tapula. Um and you know I signed him. I signed him not really expecting to play him too much, but he actually turned in to quite the player. I ended up playing him 105 times, scoring 16 goals and 16 assists, which is pretty decent for a um, for a deep lying playmaker. To be honest with you, um, and yeah, I I ended up selling him to Arsenal. Making a profit of like 30 mil, which yet again, you can kind of see my philosophy with these players. You know, buy a buy them on the cheap, sell high, uh, like Brent Brentford do. Um, but his stats, you know, mentally he looks pretty good. You know, with like 16 anticipation, uh, 15 decision making, 15 determination, 15 positioning as well is crucial for me, especially in the system I was playing. Um, face physicals, he's there as well. You know, they're about. 13 pace probably could be slightly higher um four to 14 stamina you know pretty pretty decent and you know for him for him to come from and then to play in england big switch but it's de definitely worked out well he was my first ever player i bought that wasn't english to be with you and <laughs> ended up doing a lot more after after this because it ended up working out really well so and it's a lot cheaper so Good, good, good player, good player. Take it, he's, is it 18 in the actual game when it starts, I'm assuming? 
Um, no. He... Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, 20, I think. 20, 20 yeah. He, his stats look amazing, to be honest. It's not a player yeah. I've heard of, Sammy, but his stats look really good. I take it he's from a yeah. Brazilian club. Yeah, from SEP. I'm not sure what club that is. In. Yeah. Yeah. He does, he does look really good. Looking at the stats, they're, like, well into the future, obviously, but he does look really solid. Yeah, definitely one to, to look at. Obviously. How did you... Um... Yeah. How did you get him past the Brexit borders? Um, I imagine it was to do with wage, isn't it? If the wages aren't high enough, I think it becomes void. Was I'm, he? I'm not really too certain on this. Was he playing in the national team when you bought it? Um, he hasn't even made a cap for the national team yet. Oh. So which... sometimes the work permits are based on like how many yeah, games they played I think and stuff. I think I think because I paid him fifty k on wages, I think that made it fine. But... Yeah. I'm not too sure about that one. No, I mean, like like you guys have both said, he he looks like a cracking player. Okay, my freestyle player is is the one and only the boy, Morgan Whitaker. Um, I have been he is sort of a left winger as an inverted winger, um, usually. But I since last FM20, I've been playing him as a striker and an advanced forward role. Uh, this season he's played 34 games, scored 19 goals, got 8 assists, and got an average rating of 7.9, uh, 7.09, sorry. I mean, he's a very, very good player. He is lacking in mental um, attributes, apart from determination, which is 16. Um, but his physicals and the technical attributes for advanced forward are really good um, for championship level. Uh, he is considered two and a half star um, as a on the left left sided, but as a striker he's considered two stars. Um, last season he was really good as well, um, and like FM twenty he was still banging them in. What did we get to ramp up four seasons? I think we got four yeah. seasons. Yeah, and he was still a major part of of our squad four seasons in and just starting the Champions League. Um, is, so, yeah. is his potential went down, Cookie? Like this FM, have you noticed any sort of difference in his potential with that? Yeah, yeah, his potential has gone down uh, for FM twenty one because um, his potential in FM twenty was four stars, uh, whereas in this one it's three and a half, and that's with the like uh, what are they white stars now, the uh, so that it's uh, like yeah. kind of potential but kind of not depends on certain variables um but yeah I, I still rate him um i'm sad that he's actually left derby in real life and gone to swansea but um <laughs> he scored the other day for swansea actually um but yeah i, I really love this lad uh, he's my freestyle player just because i don't think on fm21 you'll be able to take him that far like if you get promoted premier league i'm not sure he'll make it in the premier league but if you're a championship uh, club or potentially even a top league one club um and you're able to get him on a freebie. Yeah, definitely sign him up. He, he's a cracking player for the championship. Okay, back over to you, Rampant. So, for my four-star player, it's probably a guy that not a lot of people have heard of. The reason I like him, for one, is the fact that he's English and he doesn't cost an absolute fortune, uh, considering how many, how much you can pay for, like, an Ollie Watkins. I mean, I think Aston Villa wanted, like, 50 million for him. Um, this guy, I, I, I think this is a, a find from me, actually. But uh, a guy, his name's uh, Keen Lewis Potter. He plays for Hull City. 
his stats are really good. He can play both wings, but I've just started him playing um, advanced forward because uh, Thomas Drew thinks a fraud, as I mentioned before. Uh, and he's, he's in that role as advanced forward. He's done really well for me. But to be honest, he, the fact that he can play both wings and up front uh, well, actually, he, he's really good yeah, in terms of how he does in, in matches. He's always pretty decent at training. Uh, I like him because mainly the fact that he's English. If you're an English team, you're obviously wanting English players. And I think I, I think I bought him for six point five million, a million sorry. And uh, he's been worth every penny. I actually love the guy. Like obviously, I've given him a, a nickname, uh, Harry Potter. Um, and he, his wizardry on the wing or up front has just been absolutely fantastic. Uh, his stats, if you look at it right away, basically they don't look like too good. It's like he's kind of just sort of in the middle of everything, but he has been a really good performer for me. And he's developed really well. Uh, I think he's about... I think at the moment, he, in his roles, he's like four-star. And this is in the Premiership, remember? Uh, four-star, and I think he can get to like four-and-a-half, almost five, with the white... Or Sorry, no, it's, I think it's four-and-a-half. But yeah, he's fantastic, fantastic young player. He's only 19 when the, the game starts. Uh, I think I bought him second, like the start of the second season because uh, obviously I didn't, probably didn't have 6.5 uh, in the championship, but it was worth it for me. He was, he's done fantastically well. Uh, another decent sort of English player that can play. I was like, one thing uh, I should have mentioned actually earlier, Cookie, is the fact that I do like players that can play different positions as well. Like I, I'd like, like a player that can play right back and left back or right wing and left wing or up front or whatever. And he's one of these guys that... Um, really good uh, he shoots from distance he cuts inside he runs with the ball often he's, he's just overall a really good find uh, and worth the money basically yeah I'd say his determination 17 is really good as well I think it, it's good to have those players that can be versatile and play different positions I think it saves it saves the your squad buying another player to play in another position. And uh, I've got him as a squad player uh, but he's really becoming a sort of first teamer he's pushing him because of his performances and what he's brought to the team, he's he's really. I mean, we're we're only just past the second season. He's you know first team at a, a you know a, a Premiership club. He's just going to go from strength to strength because what he, he might be like 21, 22 going next year. And, and considering I've got maybe hopefully another few years out of that, he's only just going to get better and better. And I'm really impressed with him after one season of having him. So. I just hope that it continues, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll struggle to keep hold of him after maybe a couple more seasons. I know, he actually loves me. I love him, he loves me. <laughs> We're a Nottingham Forest family. Nah, he's not leaving. <laughs> and my players want to leave when they, you know, when they feel the love from me. And if I'm, you know, getting qualifying for Europe, doing doing well in the league, there's no reason to leave. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, let's move on to Sammy. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Um... This player now really does excite me. I was never actually able to sign him permanently. I always had to use loans, which really did frustrate me, but we move. Um, Tina Mengi, who is a Manchester United youth product, I got him in on loan for a few seasons, and my God, has he he was literally incredible defensively. Um, there were times I played him right back. In my final season, I had him for, before he started actually playing for Manchester United. Um. I did actually play him right back for the whole season, and he worked wonders there. But usually, I did actually play him centre back, and you know, with pace of eighteen, that just that's 
unbeatable already. You know, yeah. natural fitness f- 15 means you can go on for quite a while. Acceleration 16, strength 15. And, you know, I was using him, actually, it may be a bit of a surprise, but I was using him for, with his jumping reach of 14, but I was using him for corners. And all his goals for us came from corners, which all eight of his goals came, came from corners, which is quite incredible, really. Um, but, yeah, you know, incredible player. Incredible. And kind of surprised he never actually got a cap for England, considering the form he was in as well in the Premier League and in Europe at one stage. Kind of surprised me. Do you, did you not have him as well, Cookie? I'm sure I've seen that name yeah. meant like in your team as well. Yeah, I bought him in on loan in January in our network save. Very good player, very good. Those those physicals as a whole though is just incredible, really. Yeah, I've said these these attributes are six six years in, aren't they? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, even second season, he's he's quality. I've been playing him as a ball playing defender. Yeah, um, which suits his player traits down to a T because he likes to bring the ball out of the defence, likes to knock the ball past opponents. Yeah, yeah, no, agree with you there, Sammy. It's quality. I I personally think he was very unlucky not to get a five star, but we'll we'll see why. Okay, uh, my four star player is uh, Michael Olise. Uh, he's an attacking midfielder. Um, I've been playing him in the role of attacking midfielder attack as well. Um, we bought him in at the start of the second season uh, I believe Reading because he plays for Reading in real life uh, Reading got relegated in our first season so I bought him on the cheap for 5 million uh, usually he would cost you between sort of like 9 million and 16 million uh, if, if Reading are sort of doing well or, or don't get relegated but uh, he was unhappy obviously wanted to leave uh, due to the relegation uh, this season in our second season he has played 51 games so he's pretty much played every game uh, he scored 19 goals got 18 assists and got an average rating of 7.27 which is really really good uh, key attributes that he has got uh, first touch is 16 and then acceleration and agility is 16 um, his determination is a little bit low um, but that's not really it doesn't really put me off him as a player uh, He, I just think he is unreal he's such a good player I mean for my derby team he's four and a half stars current ability and he's got five star potential um, he'll definitely be coming with us to the Premier League next season and potentially potentially he could leave um, you know if a big, big club comes in with a big offer he potentially could leave because um, I think his potential will take him to like a really good Premier League player. Yeah, I actually like Michael Elise in real life. I think he's a really decent player. I was actually looking at him as well, but I, you know, I, I let you have him. You know, I didn't really need him at that point. But uh, he's yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, I, I really do like him in real life. I think he is a good player. I don't know if the the screenshots are true. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the. That he, he wants to be in the Premiership. If that's if the the screenshot of the Instagram post was true that I sent you the other day, but oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I know he's fantastic, really good signing. If you can get him in the Championship, man, he's he's going to be one of your star players. I would say Premiership. I think he probably could make the step up. You know, definitely if his potentials like almost five star or five star, then certainly he can be a Premiership player. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, like second season in, he's only twenty years old. So I believe he starts the game 18 or 19. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, 19 goals is is pretty decent, and 18 assists is very good as well. Don't know what, he does look very impressive. And the fact I only bought him for five million is an actual bargain. bargain. Yeah, easily. Straight out the KFC bargain bucket, that one. <laughs> okay, let's move on to five-star players. This is our final best ever player we've managed, well, in FM21 or FM20. I love this guy. He is amazing for me. I only got I got him for Nottingham Forest in the championship for two million. His value in the game is only like 1.5 to begin with. He is the best player I've probably ever had in any FM. I absolutely love him to bits. A guy called Nicolo Rivella. You can get him from Genoa really cheap, actually. I'm sure. I'm sure I bid like two million. Uh, there might have been add-ons to that, to be honest. But uh, he's worth every penny. He comes if you're playing him in the championship. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're playing him deep line playmaker Mizala. He's amazing. He's brilliant at training. I've seen him get like tens consistently at training. He plays really well during games. I don't think he's ever had a bad game for me. Yeah, one European golden boy for me uh, after my first season, which is really rare to actually have a player do that because it's usually the Camavingas that, that tend to win that. So this guy is fucking amazing. Uh, he's like a... Uh, Lovro Maja is probably like the hell and this guy's like the heaven. Like, I honestly <laughs> love this guy. I, I try to get him most of my saves because he's that good. If you miss out on... I think he's wanted first season. He tends up, he ends up at like teams like Southampton and that. If you don't get him, but I'm sure I've seen him end up at like say, you know, the the higher up teams in the Premiership, like you know, five years in or whatever. But uh, stats, like he's so many good stats. Technically, I mean, corners fourteen. He's over all over the board. I would say that he's really good. Uh, determination seventeen is obviously really good. His physicals are pretty decent. He's, he's like the perfect player for me. He does well in everything. Training, everything you ask him to do, he does. As I say, I don't think he's ever had a bad game for me, and I can't say that about any other player. I think he's just like perfect, perfect, like a perfect FM player. He's just that good. And it's maybe not a guy that too many people have heard, uh, heard of, but yeah, for me, I, I always lo I love the guy. He's only 18-year-old to begin with, 18-year-old Italian, and I'm pretty sure... Oh, uh, starts getting called up to the LA team after you know the the second or third season so he's amazing great player can't rate him highly enough if anyone has two million in the championship try and sign him because he will come to a championship team which is even more unreal that he actually goes to a championship team if you bid for him early enough yeah I was gonna say he looks like uh, I know Tonali is still young but he looks like a young Tonali oh I, I, he's better than that guy from Brescia what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I can't. I can't rate him highly enough. Honestly, he's as I say. Like I honestly think he's probably the best player in FM I've ever managed. Okay, Sammy, let's have uh, let's have All the right. best player. Um, so my best player from this save in particular is um, Tyrese Campbell, who currently plays for Stoke in real life. Um, you know, he's he's just been incredible, incredible for me. And in, in the Premier League, I didn't know if he'd actually make the step up. Um, he did score 30 goals in a championship promotion season, which is great stuff. And I I did play him up front to begin with, but then I decided to buy a wonder kid, new gen striker. But then I saw he had the stats to play at, uh, on the right wing as well. 
So play play them there as a. I don't often do this, but and I can't even pronounce the name properly. But um, a Ramdoiter. Oh yeah. Which. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've never usually done, but he worked really well. Continued banging in the goals, got assists, left, right, center. He has been one odd player, and with the pace of sixteen, no defense can really keep up with him. So perfect on the counter attack, he was absolutely incredible. I was gonna say, I mean, it would be offensive to me. Both from someone like Nicolo Ravella, who's like an FM god, to Tyrese Campbell. But look at, <laughs> looking at his uh, stats there, mate, like his physicals look really good. Yeah. He's obviously a top yeah. Premiership player. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look at Tyrese Campbell uh, in future saves because he does look really good there, uh, Sammy, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, he is incredible, mate. Absolutely insane. I was going to say, the Ramdoya role was uh, specifically made from Thomas Miller. Yeah, no, he he looks amazing. To be honest, yeah, he's great. Technicals and mentals look like okay. He's got vi- really good vision and off the ball, um, which yeah. would probably make his Ramdoya role really suitable. And then obviously physicals is all about the Ramdoya role is all about the physicals. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so moving on to my five-star player so this is a player who is considered to be probably one of the most consistent fm wonder kids for like the past probably two or three years um he is currently at red bull salzburg Uh, it's dominic shabozlai um it's the only player that i've included in this that's not in the network save so this i've come across this player obviously I came across him last year, the year before. He usually goes to Man United. I know in our, our network save, Derby Forest, uh, he is at Man United. Um, you would have to pay between at least twenty-five million to get this player um, if you're if you're playing a normal save. Um, potentially less if you're trying to get him early. Um, but obviously, in our FM Premier League season, we all had transfer budget, and this guy was. Relative, relatively cheap valuation um, in the FM21 beta. Um, I've been testing this player and my Brighton tactic. Um, so that's where the screenshot is from uh, for, for you guys looking at it. Um, yeah, I've saw, in the test I've been playing him as a left midfielder, as an inverted winger. He's played 40 games, scored 10 assisted 16 and got an average rating of 7.32 and uh, yeah he just looks really really good he can play centrally as well um, most most roles he can play in the center so box to box midfielder Mazala advanced playmaker deep line playmaker he can play all of those and he can he can stretch to an attacking midfield role as well um, but yeah uh, he is really good I highly recommend any side in the Premier League, just just grab him. He's so versatile, really good creative midfielder, scores goals. Can't yeah, can't rate him highly enough. He's got a pace of like seventeen, which is just unreal. Um and he only gets better, to be honest. Yeah, he 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 is one of those that if you play FM you'll fall in love with him, follow his career for the rest of his life. Not not stalker like, but you know what I mean. He is he is an incredible talent, and you know 
even in real life, he could he could go a long way, like a long way. And I just want well, want to see how that develops, really. And the fact the fact you were able to get him for your Brighton side as well, mm. bargain. Yeah, and he he, was, he, um... he he must really really change your team as well, really upgrade it. Yeah, well, I, I think I mentioned that he's probably the best player that I've signed for Brighton. So next up is uh, our. We usually have a quiz every time. Uh, usually we um, do have a guest with us, uh, and one of us hosts the quiz. But because it's it's just the three amigos today, um, we've got well, I've got my missus to do the quiz. And she's hidden the answers from me, so I don't know the answers. Um, but yeah, I'll read out the questions, we'll write down our answers, and then I'll go through all of the answers after the 10 questions, if that's alright with you guys. And then what we're going to be doing is, obviously when we have guests on, one of us will take uh, charge of hosting the the quiz, and uh, we'll, we'll have a little, uh, a little quiz table, so who's doing the best type thing, little competition. Okay, so question one. So all of these questions are to do with the topic of football players. So question one, which player scored the fastest hat-trick in the Premier League? Yeah, I think I've got that. Because, you know what, I'm actually, I was actually quite lucky because I saw a video about this the other day. Oh, so, did you? Yeah, that one I hope I've got right. Okay, second question then. Which player with 653 games has made the most Premier League appearances? Okay, question three. Three players share the record for the most Premier League red cards at eight. Who are they? You have to get all three. Uh, you You get a point for each correct answer, I think. Question four. The fastest goal scored in Premier League history came in 7.69 seconds. Who scored it? Okay, question five. Uh, which three players shared the Premier League golden boot in the 2018-19 season? Uh, disclaimer, if any of these answers are wrong, we're going to blame my missus, yeah? Question six. Which goalkeeper with 202 clean sheets has the best record in the Premier League? Ooh. How many, how many clean sheets? 202. That's what it says. Yeah, 202. Okay, question seven. Who is the all-time Premier League goal scorer? Okay, question number eight. Which player scored the first Premier League hat-trick? Okay, question nine. Which player scored four goals in 12 minutes after coming on against Nottingham Forest? Question number ten. Which player is the oldest goal scorer in the Premiership, or the Premier League, she's put Premiership. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, let me know when you've got an answer for that one, and we'll, uh, we'll go through the answers. Obviously, usually we'll, we'll do like the, the first answer. Okay, question one was, uh, it was Southampton versus Villa, and the, the uh, hat-trick was scored in Two minutes and fifty-six seconds in two thousand and fifteen, and it was Sadio Mane. Yeah, yep, got that in the boys. Yeah, yep, got that right. Yep, <laughs> all got that one. The second question 
which was the 653 games, the most Premier League appearances, was Gareth Barry. Okay, the three red cards. So, the answers are Patrick Vieira. I got that one. That got was that one, yeah. Okay, I didn't get that one. Uh, Richard Dunn. Oh, never got him. Do you don't even know who he is. Do you want me to do the other one? I, I know this for a fact. Is it Duncan Ferguson? It is Duncan Ferguson. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I got two out of three there. I put Roy Keane uh, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I put Roy Keane, Vidic and Fernandinho. I literally just put Patrick Vieira. That's the only one of them. <laughs> Duncan Ferguson, mate. Oh, honestly, God, there's no. He was, he was like my, the the first player I actually put down was Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> okay, question four. Uh, Rampant is currently in the lead, three to two to two. Uh, Shane Long. Yeah, I got Shane Long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I put. This one, I hope I get all three for question five. I think I've only got two, because I'm not actually sure if one of them is right. Yeah, so the players that shared the golden boot, so the first player was yep. Yang. Yeah, I've got that I've got one. Him. I've got him, yep. Again, we'll get a point for each one. Um, second person was Salah. Yeah. I've got him. Oh, yes, I think I've all got three. It was the third Vardy, I take it? I've got no. Mane. Mane. Oh, okay. Annie, okay. I got two out of three there. Oh, Bamiyang and Salah. Yeah, I I only got Salah. I put Kane and Vardy. Uh, question number six. Uh, so currently the scores are Sammy on six, Rampant on six, and myself on three. Uh, goalkeeper with 202 clean sheets. Better what check. do we think? I put better check, yeah. Better check. Bang. I was... You know what? I was just just thinking, thinking about who is a goalkeeper. I know he's been, been around for ages. He was the only one that I thought of. Okay, question seven then. All-time Premier League goal scorer is Alan Shearer. Yep, Alan Shearer. Yep. Alan That's what I've got. Shearer. Yeah. That that yeah. one was the was an easy one to answer. Yeah, it was. Okay, question eight. Which player scored the first Premier League hat trick? I put Andy Cole, but I don't know if that's right. What did you put, Sammy? Um, I put Alan Shearer because that's the only one I knew, but I think that's way, way, way before his time. <laughs> okay, I put Dwight York. So we've all got different answers there. Uh, the answer is actually Eric Cantona. Oh, uh, damn. Happy about that. I actually, <coughs> had, I actually had Eric Cantona first, but I changed it to Andy Cole. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had Mark Hughes and then changed it to Dwight York. Question number nine. Players scored remember the four game. goals in 12 minutes after coming on against Nottingham Forest. The team was Man United. It was Oli Gunnar. Yeah. Player okay. was Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, know why she, I know why she's put this in, because she absolutely idolises Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> <laughs> I got that right. Got that right. I actually think oh. I remember the game. So, one, one, one more question. So one more question. And... It's currently tied, so I'm on six. I've got no chance oh, of winning. No. Uh, Rampant and Sammy are both on nine, so it's, it's, oh, it's the tiebreaker. Obviously, if you are tied after this, then uh, we will look up a, a tiebreak question. Okay, so which player is the oldest goal scorer in the Premier League? I, I put uh, Super Mickey Harford. I put Teddy Sheridan, which is the right answer, so I've won. Okay. <laughs> 
know I know it's Teddy Sheringham because um, should he scored for West Ham, I think, if I remember correctly. Ah, GG. Yeah, it is Teddy Sheringham scored for West Ham. I believe he was like, it's either forty-one or yeah, it's, it's something like that. It's like forty or forty-one because it's Do the season. That. So uh, yeah, rampant is the quiz winger, quiz winger, quiz winger. No, quiz winner. Uh, ten questions right. Um, I came last. I seven. Just say, just to say this now, guys. That's probably the best I'm going to do uh, <laughs> ever. And like any any further quizzes, I'll probably be terrible. So I've done well today. Uh, tomorrow, next week, I'll be terrible. <laughs> yeah, big uh, big shout out to uh, to Mrs. Cookie FM. She's uh, she did well on that quiz. It was good. It was actually good. Yeah, a really decent quiz. Yep. She gave herself away with the Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer question, though. No, I, I just had a feeling that was that. <laughs> um, so, Rampant, as the quiz winner, you actually get to decide who hosts the quiz next time round. And obviously, we'll have a guest with us uh, next time as well. Um, I'll let, let Cookie do it, actually. I'll let you do it next week, mate. Okay, fair dues, fair dues. That, um, but yeah, that's what brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, if we want to let everyone know where they can find us. Uh, Sammy? Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SammyDoda with an underscore at the end and then Twitch, SammyDoda. Yeah, that's all. And Rampant? And you can find me on Twitter at RampantFM and on YouTube where I tend to do like FM editor videos, which I've done a few lately, so definitely check them out. Yeah, and you can find me at cookiefm underscore on Twitter and uh, youtube.com forward slash cookiefm. Uh, and you can find the podcast at Pod on Twitter and uh, obviously all uh, podcast available streaming services. And we're going to try and get a YouTube set up for the podcast uh, so you can you can find us on there as well. But all of the information will be on our Twitter. So yeah, thanks guys. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, I look forward to seeing you for the next one.